This is Now Serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. <laughs> That's right. It's the podcast where we serve the tea. The tea, of course, being the truth or whatever we'd like it to be. <laughs> each and every week and i mean it's summertime the living is easy but there's still tea to be served so can we please put the kettle on chris it's to be ice tea i think it's to be poured over ice Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's too hot out it's too hot out for for a a piping yeah i mean Mm -hmm. Probably not. Ever? I'll drink it anyways. Yeah. Same. <laughs> we I have a lot. I, I'm really excited about some of the topics we're going to chat about this week. Um, talking too. about some of the Soul Cycle Equinox things um, and some of the drama with uh, someone involved with that. And then I really can't wait to hear about, um, I guess, some things that you have to say about a recent, you know, interaction online and and whatnot but uh yeah but before we get into that jess you know what time it is (laughs) i'm sorry and i you know what i'm not because i'm great at this at this segment i know you are bring it on you've only lost twice since we've been doing this it's a celebrity quiz we do it every week i'll give jess uh three hints then at the end of the podcast right before we say goodbye Jess can ask three questions about the hints and then can make three guesses on who this celebrity is. So here are this week's three hints. Number one, this person was born in 1998. What? Yeah. Who's born in 1998? I know. I know. What? Yeah, people are born then somehow. Oh my Uh, God. They became famous through Vine. Remember Vine? Oh my God. Remember Vine? Yes. Um, and one of their songs uh, was also the name of a 90s horror flick. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So think about it. Okay. I know I always guess it really early, so I'm trying to reserve. Like, you have no idea how hard I'm working right now. Not to start asking questions and basically assault you okay can i ask you that ha, do you think you have an idea maybe. don't and don't say it though maybe okay for those of you listening have you guessed it already tweet at us at chris craigman at trey posh at now serving pc pc standing for podcast is this too easy i don't i don't think it is okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> None of them are too easy. I'm just that good. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Well, you know what? We should just get into the, the really hot topics here. I agree. Okay. So we'll, we'll be right back. Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. 
All right, welcome back. (laughs) What's so funny? I'm just, I feel like, was I supposed to guess it right away? No. Okay. You have to wait. the first time that I was supposed to be guessing it because (laughs) I feel like I screwed something up. Listen, I'm really trying to follow your goddamn rules, okay? Okay, You always complain that I don't follow the rules and I trick you, but it's not my fault that you can be tricked. Okay, well, I'm trying harder because I used to fall for these traps, but I'm not going to fall for them anymore. Hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, in last week, you guessed it so quickly because it was too easy. And so I thought this week I was making it a little uh-huh. bit more complicated. Uh-huh. And hopefully I was. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Anyways, Jess, have you heard about this drama with Equinox, Soul Cycle, and, uh, and, and what the hell is his name? Uh, Donald, the- or, oh, wait. What's his name? Stephen what? Um, Stephen. I'm like, where's his name? Uh, Stephen Ross. Stephen Ross, right. So Stephen Ross is a, a billionaire real estate investor. And he it, did hold a, a fundraiser for Donald Trump for his re-election campaign. Barf, obviously. But so um, he owns a company that's called The Related Company. And they're a minority shareholder of uh, Equinox, who also owns SoulCycle. So people are boycotting Equinox and SoulCycle because they're like, fuck this, we don't want any of our money going to support this. And I get it. It's important to, to you know, do things like this. Uh, vote with your wallet. Yes. As we've talked about in the past. Yeah. But I do have some thoughts on this. Tell me. Yeah. Okay. So hold up, hold up, hold up. So initially I was like, okay, good. Like, of course, like, you know what? This is the right thing to do. But I gave it some more thought and I was um, interacting and, and reading a few tweets. And, and and I think my perspective has changed a little bit. Interesting. Yes. So there's a few things here. Equinox and SoulCycle employ... Um, a lot of the people that I would say would be affected by some of Trump's horrible, fucked up decisions, like yes. the LGBTQ2 community, um, mm-hmm. POCs. Uh, th- there's a lot of people um, in these groups that are employed by by these brands, by these companies. Mm-hmm. When people stop supporting companies like this, people, the employees, can they'll be laid off. And in my opinion, he's a, a billionaire. Yes, this will sure affect him a little bit. He might lose a little bit of sleep at night, but his uh-huh. life isn't going to change. People that are going to be laid off, though, will. Right. And so my biggest thing is like, I sure cancel your membership. Stop going to, to spin class at, at Soul Cycle. But yeah. I don't think you should think like, oh, my gosh, I did this amazing thing for for the world. You can have a much bigger impact going out and voting for someone that's not going to fuck up the whole country. This is this is my view, and, and I'm not saying don't not do this, but also think about the consequences from the other side too. And I think too, even though, so he he's not he doesn't run the company. He's not involved with the day to day operations of of Equinox or Soul Cycle. Um, he's not even the chairman of the board of his own company anymore Mm -hmm. and so i guess what i'm getting at is there's there's a lot of um conservatives that lean all the way to the the right 
on many boards at many companies that mm-hmm. probably donate and it's just not as you know publicly known but i'm not saying like don't protest don't make your voice heard but also to don't forget about the people that could be affected by this uh, as well mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. companies that seem i think very like good on the service that have very like liberal you know opinions but there's Mm -hmm. still a lot of conservative investors i don't know that's my my thought and so i guess my point with this is i think like some people are like fuck yeah i did the right thing i canceled my membership sure Mm -hmm. yeah but i think there's other ways to go about this too like i don't know thoughts okay I have many thoughts. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I wouldn't be me if I didn't have many thoughts on absolutely everything, <laughs> okay? So while I understand that this fucker isn't, and I'm I'm just going to call him that yeah. because I can't remember his name, but this billionaire Stephen fucker, Ross, yeah. like, there's no reason somebody needs to be a multi-billionaire. There, there's no reason you live very well you can live very well with 50 million dollars or 100 million dollars like i anyways that fucker you're right his bottom line isn't gonna change that much he's still gonna be like some rich fucker but and i understand that it's kind of the frontline employees that get axed first but what about the people that feel the effects of the political agenda of the right those people like it's those those are the same people that are going to be affected because usually lower income employees are the ones who are going to rely on things like uh, universal health care better benefits i don't know more affordable living like just I don't know. Like, I think that it can go both ways. And while I understand that, like, protesting a company is one thing, like, you want to protest the person, like, I get it. I I think we kind of talked about this before with H&M. Remember they Mm -hmm, had mm -hmm. that sort of racist, not sort of, that racist t-shirt thing that happened. I just, I, I get it. But at the same time, with enough, um public pressure especially for companies that have uh shareholders this can be very devastating if enough people take action they can lose a lot of money and somebody who's a billionaire does not like to lose a lot of money so i certainly think that there is value in taking action if you really want to um like protest these companies and cancel your soul cycle and this and that and it just it seems so conflicting because the idea of soul cycle seems the opposite of everything that the right stands for Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a way you know what i mean you just think of like empowerment as a woman and everything going in there and they're like today you're gonna change your life and you're like woo, and you just feel amazing and i think what we're seeing a lot of in the media right now is from from the right and from conservative politics in in canada and the u.s is kind of the opposite of that it seems like very very oppressive and i don't know i think people should be held accountable for their shit and either way i just feel like those kind of frontline employees the low-hanging fruit not and that and i don't mean that in 
a derogatory way because I have often held those jobs in my life. And let me tell you, it sucks when a company makes a decision and you feel the, the effects of it. It's horrible. But at the same time, if I'm going to lose my job, I better have some sort of like welfare or something <laughs> to take care of me. Like that would be nice to have that. And it's really hard to save money when the cost of living is so high. And I just, I know a lot of these people have families and whatnot. I I guess like, I just, I'm really th- I think yeah. the part that just really bothers me is that I see so many posts of people being like, fuck yeah, I canceled my membership, this and that. And like, broadcasting this in short like i i do i think i would have a hard time um going to to either of those places for sure like sign if i i don't go to them either either of them now but if i had memberships (laughs) at either of them yeah um i i i would have a hard time and i'd be like well fuck but like think about i don't know the the and, and i'm just saying this like I would say, well, and actually I'm reading this, I read it earlier, like most of the employees within both of these companies are very liberal-minded people. Right. Uh, the, even the management of Equinox and SoulCycle um, mm-hmm. seems to be a bit more liberal. Um, and so Stephen Ross is uh, obviously very conservative. He's uh, like on the board of his company, which now has a minority like... Uh, share in, in in these two other gyms so mm-hmm. he is removed but he's obviously affected by this but imagine yeah so everyone cancels their soul cycle memberships then the you know the instructors are the ones losing their jobs the ones that are, have created these like communities um that probably have the same views as most of the people going that canceled their memberships mm-hmm. and you know they're having to find new jobs or collect unemployment or go on welfare whatever so i know i know what you mean because you want the right people to be held accountable for their actions and it really speaks volumes when you have this billionaire business real estate tycoon man who is reaping the benefits off the backs of these people and has doesn't take into consideration their best interest or what maybe their needs are mm-hmm. as employees we've seen this in amazon we've seen this in all the the big companies at the same time i think that this is something that people feel is like a tangible thing that they can do to feel like they're making a difference i think it's really i think we're in a day and age where people feel helpless on social media you just see things spiraling out of control co- consistently and you're like, all right, I have a Soul Cycle membership. I'm gonna cancel it. It's, it's. Is it unfair to those frontline employees? Yep, absolutely, it is. But what's also unfair to them is that none of their interests are are considered, right? Yeah. And I think that we're seeing that with like this kind of new generation of entrepreneurs, and and like these sort of young startups where they really social responsibility, including. Um, you know, taking care of their employees is at the core of their business model. It's yeah. it's it's how they operate from day one, and they really think that's that's how a lot of companies are going to operate going forward. Unfortunately, that isn't the case from the dawn of time until now. It's been kind of this like 
one person at the top of the pyramid holds 90% of the wealth. And, you know, there's no reason that somebody should be making minimum wage, at, you know, working the desk at SoulCycle, for example. I don't know if that's actually the case, but let's just say that. Mm -hmm. And then this fucker gets to, like, basically wipe his ass with a $100 bill in his goddamn yacht in Capri. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't mm – -hmm. that's not eh. – and while I get it, it's capitalism, which I heard this cool thing on the radio the other day that I was like, huh, that's very true. Because I think that more and more we're, we're all sort of seeing things that we want to take part in. And I really believe in voting with your wallet. Like, I really believe in that. And I try to support, not necessarily not support companies. I try to take a proactive approach and try to look for companies that are ethical and transparent right, right. and try to spend my money there first. And then like kind of like the, the, the default companies are like the default, the ones that I fall back on, like, okay, I'll just order this on Amazon then or whatever. And it's like pure evil. It really is. Or, you know, buy jeans at the gap. And it's like, yeah, this is pure evil. A child in Vietnam who I just can't even, you know, imagine, mm -hmm. but I'm now in a position where I can maybe afford things that I couldn't afford before and I'd rather spend a little bit more on these like ethical transparent companies that are doing well trying to do their best to run their company sustainably ethically pay women hire women hire minorities and things like that I just think that a lot of us often forget and you know as we get older i i know at work like i have a contribution plan i have investments like i have a very small portfolio it's nothing sophisticated but i heard this um story on the radio on the cbc which for our american friends is kind of our public broadcaster here in canada and it was this guy and he runs a company that's that is a, it circulates on the idea of clean capitalism. So the idea that many of us, while I'm trying to like desperately find like an, an, an ethically sourced cotton white t-shirt or bamboo <laughs> organic t-shirt or whatever, um, he's like, at the same time, what you're purchasing in like mutual funds or other investments are like being, you're funding these like big evil companies like the, like oil and whatever else and 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 which are the top polluters in the world and and you know paying their 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 employees like dangerously low wages so that they can create these shareholder returns and things like that so he actually has this investment website and a service where they will advise you on how you can put your invest more clean so in, in, that's very interesting yeah it is it is cool i just pulled up the website actually and it's called corporate nights so like you know like a knight in shining armor not like night nighttime it's yeah corporate nights.com um and let's post it yeah. we'll post this on our, our twitter now serving mm -hmm. pc yeah um yeah that's super i i really want to look at this Right, because and they're based out of Toronto, so they're kind of this Canadian company. Um, but they do research, financial information, blah blah blah, blah focused on promoting an 
economic system where prices fully incorporate social, economic, and ecological costs and benefits, and market participants are clearly aware of the consequences of their actions. So I, I, the things that I invested, I'm like, oh yeah, I have no idea what I invest in. I just know that they're like low risk, this and that, and they're very stable, which means that they've been a lot, been around for a long time and therefore likely very evil for the planet, for women, for minorities, and for low income people. (laughs) (laughs) And is likely being and and is likely donating a lot to political parties that I vehemently disagree with. Which yeah. brings me to another little point. I downloaded this app. It's called Goods Unite Us, and you can basically type in any brand, and it will tell you how much money they donate to a political party. Interesting. And in the percentage of which. So, for example, I just typed in Delta Airlines for an example, and they're gray because they give 50-50 to both. But something like Delta Faucets, for example, gives 85% of their um, contributions are to Republicans. So if you're really wondering what your major brand and who whose political agenda they're on board with, Download this app called Goods Unite Us, and it will tell you, and you can make a more informed choice. Look at this. Okay, we need to post both on mm. on our Twitter. Look at this little yes. snappy We're investor. We're so snappy and responsible <laughs> yeah. and just little investors. And I guess... All my money <laughs> that I don't have. And I will tell her girlfriend you were so old. <laughs> That's right. Penny saver. Penny saver. Penny saver. Penny saver. <laughs> Oh my god. I still fuck with the penny saver. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All oh the money god. I saved will be going into my investments. <laughs> mm. But all okay, I, I just I want to say this though. So with with my point about this like I, I I I am very much neutral with this in a lot of ways. I'm I'm not saying don't mm-hmm. cancel your membership. But I'm saying be aware of everything that, like, right. the implications of this. And also, too, like, don't be one of those people that cancels your membership but then doesn't go out and fucking vote. Like, yes, yes, like, that's the biggest thing. Like, I think yes. I think this is very, like, trendy right now. And yes. um, and there's no soul cycle or equinox in Ottawa where I live. So I right. couldn't go to either of them. Right. Uh, <laughs> so leave there's me alone, both. Jess. There's both in Toronto. So... And of course, Equinox is like right on Bay Street, which is for our American friends, like the Canadian Wall Street. And it's the financial sector, like right downtown Toronto. And it is so beautiful. And there are tons of bankers and financiers working out in there 24-7. And yeah, it totally makes sense that this like glamorous gym is being funded and kind of, yeah, anyways, but it's you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. other, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have other thoughts, but it's, yeah, like, I, I do think be responsible with that, but also yes. you better get out there and vote. Don't just hop on this bandwagon because it's trendy. Right. Keep the momentum right. going. Right. And I think we also saw this, the same thing with, like, the whole Nike and Colin Kaepernick thing when mm-hmm. they gave him that platform and gave him a campaign and basically paid him the salary that he would have made had he still been playing in the NFL and you know you saw people like burning their Nike socks and this and that and I was like well 
okay, but at the same time, their stock went up. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, well, it's just, it's, I think it's very flashy to do things like that for social media. But like, if you actually want to put your money where your mouth is, quite literally, then do your homework and start, you know, I don't know, maybe download the apps. I was going to say, I'm going to visit this website and download this app. Mm -hmm. Go check it out. I'm actually really excited with this. Yeah, it's really cool because I would obviously much rather and like, you know, Facebook is totally evil now and we're kind of seeing all these like gross human rights violations that they've committed. And if I had to, for example, invest in a company like that, or if I wanted to invest in tech or something like that, maybe I would be more apt to, you know, for just for example, like knowing what I know about your workplace and like how much everybody that you work with loves working there and just kind of like the way that you're treated and valued, I would rather invest in like stock with Shopify, for example, versus mm-hmm. like something like Facebook where you just see that there's just total evil happening there. So it's just, you know, being more being more of a conscious consumer. <laughs> mm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, of course. I want to know what everyone else's thoughts are on this, though, mm-hmm. too. Um, yes. Obviously, follow at NoServingPC on Twitter if you want to see the app and a link to the, the uh, website Jess was talking about. But I really do want to hear everyone else's thoughts on this. Are we yes. crazy? Are we misaligned? Do you agree with us? Let us know. Okay. You, If you don't agree with, with us, you're wrong. <laughs> I, I still want to hear what everyone is I'm I'm open to hearing everyone's side to this Just luckily for me. everyone I offer the right opinion every episode so you're welcome <laughs> but no I would love to hear from everyone too so please tweet us <laughs> and on that note we'll be right back I'm really excited to chat about what's next <laughs> Have an idea for a topic, thoughts on a celebrity for our weekly quiz, or just have some feedback for us? We want to hear from you. You can interact with us on Twitter at now serving PC, PC standing for podcast, myself at Chris Craigman, or Jess at Trey Posh. We love hearing from you, and we thank you for listening. And now, back to the podcast. I just love how snappy and fun our little commercials and intro songs are. I really feel like Kathy Lee and Hoda. (laughs) 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 Thank you. Thank you. Snappy and quick. Just like like us. Yeah. Um, Okay, but listen. So I wanted to talk about this tweet that I sent out. And just to preface... Here's the background story. I've been working really hard on myself as of late. So when I moved to Toronto a couple of years ago, I went through this whole like journey, whatever. And so one thing I've identified is that like at times and only at times, I'm like a fucking cold hearted bitch. Like I, (laughs) (laughs) and it's really just been like, I think probably some sort of survival tactic and also some sort of like. Uh, if I'm this way, then I don't have to be, you know, sweet. Anyways, okay. even though I said to one of my friends, I always thought I was a sweet girl, and they all bursted out laughing, and I was like, pardon? 
anyways, so I, in the spirit of being vulnerable, which is my new goal now, is to try to open up a little bit and just talk about things that matter because I'm so goddamn emotional. If I even give myself like a crack, that shit comes busting open. And I think that's why I've had to be such a cold hearted bitch for so long. Okay. So I was scrolling Twitter one day and I saw our good old Canadian classic gal, Jan Arden, was tweeting about how um, she lost a pet and how it was so devastating for her and how she had felt so much, um, how she was not ashamed about how devastated she was because she had recently lost her mother Mm -hmm. and she said the grief and like essentially pain that she was feeling was comparable to losing her mother she said i've had my cat for 15 years something like that and i was like yeah i i feel that like i haven't lost anyone to like i haven't lost a parent so i can't compare yeah yeah obviously but i don't think she would lie about that and i was very interested to see people who are like you you are honestly comparing like a cat to your mother like what the fuck is wrong with you blah 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 and a few years ago i lost a pet actually i lost two pets within mm-hmm. a few two weeks of each other and my, my i didn't realize puppy, it was that close oh my god mm-hmm. okay. my puppy patron he was like very sweet and very cute who was just the sweetest little like i am having a hard time talking about this because it's still so painful but i'm doing this for the podcast (laughs) and i'm fulfilling my promise to be more vulnerable but he and i had only i think he got so he was hit by a car unfortunately Mm. and subsequently died in my arms it's fine i fell apart and i was like i will never love again (laughs) but that's a traumatizing experience Jess. like that's it is traumatizing yeah it was traumatizing it was horrible it was just kind of like a tough time like i was in school i was like in the middle of exams and we had just put our family dog sam down two weeks before so we were like oh at least we still have our sweet puppy and at the time i was i was living at home at this time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and And then we lost him. And I just remember people saying, like, it's just a dog. Like, you can get another one. And people really just didn't understand. So when I saw this tweet of of Jan Arden's, I said, oh, my God, I know exactly how she feels. And you shouldn't feel defensive about grief. No. I just think that pain is pain. Mm -hmm. Trauma is trauma. And what we all need to do is stop weaponizing, like, ourselves and making others feel like shit for things that we can't understand period yes if someone's upset yes. you just need to be there to support them and have empathy and compassion for people mm-hmm. and that's it and just be supportive and that's it like that's it there's nothing else you have to do that's it and literally just shut the fuck up just mm-hmm, be like mm-hmm. i'm so sorry for your loss let me know what you need i'm here because I t- people totally who would, agree. Sorry, yeah. No, ahead. no, mm-hmm. totally agree. And I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. pets are our family. Pets are yes. pets are children to many people. Mm-hmm. Like you oh, don't yeah. know people's situations. Like, like yeah, they they are family. In in yes. many cases, like I mean, I I don't know. I personally don't see myself having children. Yeah. I like 
I, I loved my family dog growing up. I could see myself getting a dog in a year or two. And like that would mm-hmm. be like my child. Mm-hmm. That would be like, I don't know. Yes, you, it's you a part of your conne- family. Yeah. You form, yeah. you know, connections with with animals. Like it's it's a thing. <laughs> well, and I think especially because the love, the connection with an animal, the love is just so unconditional. Yes. Until you've been loved by a dog, you will have no idea what real love is. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I've, I'm sure people who have children would be like, wait until you have children. But it's just, it's so pure and sweet and honest. And it was so tough. So anyway, so I saw this thing from Jan Arden and I was like, I'm just going to retweet her thing and like, you know, say the same thing where people were often saying to me when I lost Patron, like, it's just a dog, whatever. And I really felt like I couldn't be that upset or actually tell people around me how upset I was because I think they thought it was ridiculous because I was so devastated. Like this was eight years ago now and it's still hard for me Uh. to talk about, you know what I mean? And so I retweeted it and I was just dumbfounded by the amount of people who responded because in in my tweet I had said like we just like pain is pain a loss is a loss like you don't there's no need to quantify it and qualify it like if someone's suffering we just need to be there for those people like it's empathy or bust and I was over it was like obviously my most popular tweet of all time and (laughs) But, and I was like, and this is the most vulnerable and real I have ever been on the internet, let's say. Like, which is very interesting that it's my, well, just to talk about that, I felt very uncomfortable. I was like, people are going to think I'm ridiculous saying this because that's what I had, that's the kind of feedback I had received Hmm. always. And I was kind of overwhelmed and yet comforted by the fact that these perfect strangers were like writing back to me saying, I totally know how you feel. I lost my cat. I totally this and that. And it was just, it was such a tremendous feeling of community. And, and I just really felt seen (laughs) and it was just really nice to have kind of that connection. And I was like, I think this is what social media should be like all the time. It really should just be like authentic connections. And I really think the more authentic you are, which is what I did with that tweet. And I was so close to deleting it. Even Jan Arden responded to me. I was like, I thank you, (laughs) which is probably why so many people saw it. But I just couldn't believe like hundreds of people were kind of there to say like, I totally understand what you've gone through. And this was so painful for me too. And I'm so sorry to hear. And I was just, it was, it was a really nice moment on the internet on a platform that is otherwise a very ugly place to be at times as we've seen with the thousands of tweets i received from those goddamn animal lovers PETA. (laughs) (laughs) and i'm an animal lover like i was just gonna say you are an animal lover though yeah you are yes so just kind of interesting i just wanted to share that and that to anybody that's listening and i think it's tough because as we were saying while while we were setting up one of my friends lost her grandfather last week Mm. and she took it really hard and i think some people around her um didn't quite they're like well yes it's sad but you know he was old and just keep your head up. And I think that grief and pain makes people 
uncomfortable because they don't know what to do and they want to make it better and they don't you know what i mean and i just i just think that the lesson here is that nothing is really going to make it better you just kind of have to be there for people in whatever way they need and you know one of my other girlfriends her father passed away a few years ago and i just remember being like god i don't know what to say because it's so awful yeah and so i had checked in on her a few times just saying like are you okay like how are you doing I'm here and this and that. And I remember listening to a podcast from Sheryl Sandberg because she she writes about losing her husband. She's the COO at Facebook. Mm-hmm. And and her just saying like it just if I know people don't know what to say. So often people didn't reach out. And it's just so important just to. I had no idea she lost say her She Yes. And she writes about the overwhelming like the overwhelming grief that she feels and um yeah it's very it's very she i think she wrote a book about loss after that and she just said like you know if people had just even said like i don't know what to say but i he here i am that would have been something you know because she doesn't know what she want they want you to say either so i just think the lesson here is to like even though you can't relate to something and it might seem ridiculous like this might be something really important to somebody, you know? Yeah. And we all just need to support one another. We really do. Love is the answer. I'm fuck. Fucking hell. <laughs> no. I completely agree with I don't even with... know who I am. <laughs> I was like, fuck's sake. No, I'm just kidding. I think I obviously agree with you. And I think like like you said, like you can't um you can't measure or what did you say you said something uh but you can't measure someone's uh mm-hmm. grief essentially and mm-hmm. i think that's that's so true you don't know yeah. people's connections you this is that's that's unique that's human that's that's personal that's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. yeah just something between you and human or animal <laughs> so yeah, yeah you can't and it's totally valid like your feelings are valid mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know. I kind of just wanted to talk about it here because it was a really nice experience to have online for once. And I really, it really kind of gave me hope in humanity a little bit in a way, you know, because it was something that everybody could agree on. Like, yeah, you're right. There is no quantifiable qualitative sort of measurement for grief like it's just grief is grief and we just have to be there for people and like yeah that's it totally Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm -hmm. i know well speaking of grief (laughs) i really hope that you don't win the celebrity quiz (laughs) unfortunately i'm going to be causing you a great deal of grief because i'm obviously going to guess it Okay, so to recap, uh-huh. here are the three hints. This person was born in 1998. Who was born That's in 98? That's fucking ridiculous. How old does that make them now? I don't know. I'm not going to do the math. Uh, they became famous through Vine, that app. Okay, I, I miss no Vine sometimes. I miss yeah, Vine. Yeah, so the, I liked when people posted their Vines on Twitter. Well, yeah, because it, um, it's funny. Vine was was Vine created by Twitter, or did Twitter buy Vine and shut it down? I don't know. I think it might have been the second. They were somehow affiliated. I thought Vine was getting purchased by Pornhub. 
I'm serious. I remember seeing this on Twitter and I was like, interesting. Anyways, you know what? We live in a on. really fucking weird timeline. <laughs> you never know. It's just that would actually be the thing that makes the most sense right yeah, now. Yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> finally. <laughs> Sorry, one of their songs uh, is also the name of a 90s horror flick. I have no, honestly, I have no idea who it is, so I'm just going to guess 90s horror flick uh, name. Okay. So, I'm trying to think. This person's obviously young, so it needs to be some sort of teen bop, so Scream doesn't make sense, unless they're an angsty teenager. Is it, is it... I was going to say, is that a question? Are they an angsty teenager? I know. I'm like, are they an angsty teenager? Um, male or female? Uh, male. Uh, okay, it's not just some viewer because he's older than 21. Is it one of those... Uh... No, wait. Is it one of those... Uh... You know the guy that dates uh, Bella Hadid or whatever? One of those boy bands. Is he a member of that boy band? It, like, is he a... So what's the question? Is he a member of a boy band? No. Um, so one more question is allowed. Okay. So it's not Harry Styles. You know that group. Yeah. One Direction. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. One Direction. Um, um, not a member of one. One D... Right. I don't know any other teen. So, is, uh, is it Justin Bieber, by chance? No, he got discovered on YouTube. Oh, God. Um, I don't know. Sean Mendez? Fuck's sake. Are you serious? I legit was sitting here grinning ear to fucking ear. <laughs> I'm like, oh, here we go. This is going to be the third time I beat Jess. Almost stumped you. Do you know you. the only reason I was thinking of that? Because when I was driving home tonight, that song with him and his new girlfriend, Senorita, was playing on the radio. And I was like, man, the gays must be so upset that he has this confirmed public relationship with Camilla Cabello. And he's literally the only teen boppy sort of, I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about him. I have some thoughts on that relationship. Tell me. Google, I, I think it's, it seems a little bit staged, but know what? He could just be an awkward guy. I, do, I, this is a big thing. I think, oh great. This is going to be a whole other topic. I don't like when the gay community sometimes just like really assumes that someone's gay and like wants person yeah, to be gay aren't they right 99 percent sometimes of the time? and i'm saying this as a, a gay man uh mm-hmm. obviously you know this but <laughs> i i don't know sometimes it's just like just chill out let them be let them figure themselves out i don't know mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. but i don't know <laughs> it is a bit suspicious <laughs> some of the things Very but obviously we're just seeing certain things too i think i would if I were straight and if I were like starting to see someone and there's cameras in my face all the time, I'd probably be like super awkward. I'm awkward as it is right now. Right, right, I don't know. right. I, I don't can't know. believe I guessed it right. I know. 
I can't believe the name of the song was I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, see, at first I was like, do I have to guess the movie name? So that's why I was like, okay, it's not Scream. Anyways, well, I'm glad that my title is still the champion. I want to know if anyone else knew this. Did everyone else know this right off the... He has a song called I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Oh, my God. Actually, I feel like it might be with her, too. They have a lot of songs together. They're both Canadian little sweethearts, just, you know, the millennial version of Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams, because remember, so they're doomed. Don't worry. Uh, it won't last. Yeah. Uh, Camila. Is it Camelia? Camila Cabello. Camilla, thank you. She sings that song. Na, 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 na. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, she also sings I Know What You Did Last Summer with... Sean Mendez. Oh my god. Oh my god. Of course you chose Sean Mendez. Do you know why? Do you know how I pick people? I'm just how? like kind of like I'll go to like I'll type in like Entertainment Tonight or like TMZ or whatever and I normally see like a celebrity name that I just haven't like done before. And he's been trending. I think it was his birthday um this mm. past weekend or something. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday sean mendez cool <laughs> well <seems> that's that. <laughs> another podcast has come to an end where i've yet again guessed a celebrity quiz and offered many unfiltered views <laughs> and i'm a talent girlfriend you're so on but you know what the fun has just begun so be sure to tune in again next week <laughs> When I'm sure to win yet another celebrity quiz and offer further unfiltered views. Someone's got to give me a, some better hints. So send them to me. Tweet them at me at Chris <laughs> But until then, have a great week, everyone. Bye for Bye. now. We want to hear from you. Visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe. 